Hey folks, just a heads up that there was a file problem with this interview, so I was forced to use the backup version of the conversation rather than the one from the main recorder. So uh, when that happens, we get slightly worse quality in terms of audio, still absolutely listenable, but just wanted to give you a heads up if it sounds a little bit not so crisp as the usual Witch Police podcasts, that's why. It was a great conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. One of the cool things about uh, doing the show for as long as I have been is that um, I often hear from local artists that I'm not necessarily familiar with. People reach out and say, hey, here's my, here's my music, you know, are you interested in having me on this show? And um, a lot of the time, I mean, I get introduced to some really cool stuff that way. And I think it's um, kind of t- telling how many people in Winnipeg are making music that just like, despite my best efforts to keep track of everyone and sort of be aware of everyone, everyone in the scene. It seems like every day, every week, every month, there's like 30 new people popping up. And some of them have been making music for a long time too. It's not necessarily that they just started, but there's so many artists in Winnipeg. And um, so one of my favorite things about doing this show is that I get introduced to a lot of them and get to familiar my, can't talk today, familiarize myself with their music. So the guest on this show is uh, someone who is new to me for the most part, I mean, I, I definitely seen the name on social media, but I hadn't actually heard your stuff until we started talking. And I think the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what you do as an artist. Uh, no problem. It's uh, KNG JMZ or King James, however you want to say it. It's both accurate. Um, background on me. Um, I've been in the music scene for a bit or taking part in music for a while since since high school or maybe even junior high, just writing rhymes and stuff like that. Even if you want to talk about the four elements of hip hop, I've been doing graffiti art for a while. Um, stopped there. It's basically, basically a lot though, but I started taking it seriously just, uh, well, in the 2000s, life events happen, obviously. Uh, then I picked it up again last year, beginning of last year. So before all of this, I used to do uh, talent buying for a small company. I wrote oh, cool. uh, hip hop publications for a national publication. Um, and I also was a radio host for a little bit on, uh, well, they're, they're not here anymore. I'm on uh, Streets FM. So right, yeah, I remember that I, station. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I used to do that for a little bit, but um yeah, I'm just doing this right now just because it's uh, 
it's basically like a hobby also of mine. So it's something that I like to do. It's something that I, that really aspires to me. And then here, here I am now, I guess. Well, and you've been, like you said, you've been, you've been involved in some way or another for, for a long time in the mm-hmm. hip hop community locally. What was the incentive to, to do it now? I mean, we're, we're coming out of this like really awkward time for everyone where, you know, no one has known whether shows are going to happen or any of the kind of traditional ways of making music and, and presenting music to, to audiences that's been gone because of the pandemic. So yeah. why, why choose now? It seems like a difficult time for anyone to, to get back into uh, making music. Now, hey. Yeah, why now? I'm not sure, actually, but uh, I had a friend. Well, he's, yeah, I had a friend basically who was supposed to do this, uh, take part in, in, in the music aspect with me, but uh, unfortunately, he passed on. Um, I don't know, for some reason, I guess subconsciously, now was the time. Like, you know what I mean? I had a bunch of material, I had some people that I already work with, and then, I don't know, I just made the transition well, it, it seems to be the nature of the era also, like basically try to do what you love, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So just do what you love. Just put it out. Stop waiting for things to be perfect. Just do what you do and put it out there. Basically, that's where I'm at. There, there's that, no rhyme or reason, really. I just decide to do what I do, basically. I think you're right about that, though. We're living in an era where that is encouraged, that kind of DIY punk rock aesthetic of just, you have an idea, you should just go and do it. You want to try something, you want to play in a band, make a record, you want to, you know, do art, you want to write, you want to, any of these things. Like, people are encouraged, and especially because we've had this kind of enforced time off where people have not been able to do the things they typically would. I mean, I think there's definitely, like, this this idea of, you know, like, fuck it, I'm going to just go out and do this on my own because no one else it can be really relied on to 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 give me that boost right exactly well it's your dream it's your ambition it's your hobby might as well take it to the next level stop waiting stop uh putting it to to the wayside to the back burners just do what you do do what you love and then put it out there push it believe in yourself like um that, that that's the base biggest hallmark that i live by especially now and i try to enforce that with my peers and enforce that with my own children so yeah, well, the, I mean, it's, it's definitely, like like I said, a good attitude to have. I think, I think that's where I'm coming from, too, with this podcast is just, you know, I want to do this and now I'm 700 and whatever episodes in and still doing it because, yeah, it's something you're something you're passionate about. You're going to find a way to make it happen regardless of the situation around exactly. you. So, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you're coming now in this era. And I mean, that that is one aspect of this era for sure. But another aspect of it is that because it's the, the bar has been lowered as far as access to being able to make music, right? Everyone can make a record in their bedroom and put it up on, on, on SoundCloud or Bandcamp or uh, even I get it on Spotify and all these things fairly simply. <laughs> so, I mean, how, how, how difficult is it to, to get your name out there and get your music out there when you're in this kind of sea of everyone and their dog has made a bunch of records and it's like how, how do you get yourself heard among everyone else who's trying to do the exact same thing i'm not gonna lie it's extremely difficult like as you said the market is saturated i i think every genre is saturated right yeah. now and um like you said like there, there's different ways where people can just uh create music like right now there's apps on the phones like you know what i mean there's stuff you could do straight from the phone and it sounds just as high quality as anything within the studio which is crazy to it's me. ridiculous yeah, yeah um yeah it's pretty crazy um i guess the only thing i could say in in, in this aspect is just being true to yourself like making sure that um well being real with yourself also because if if 
if you create something and it's not really vibing on a level that you're supposed to be or well i'll give you an example like i, I record something just the other day like i i have a i have a home studio well i'll call it a home studio it's basically my closet basically <laughs> but 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 I have a I have a good mic. I have a Mac, and then I have some tools that I just connect to the Mac, and it comes out crisp. But in my mind, it sounds like something in my mind, if you know what I mean. And then it came out horrible. It didn't come out anything like right. how I wanted to come out. But I have the ability to gauge that and be like, okay, let's scrap this for now. Come back to it later. You know what I mean? Come back to it later. Maybe there's places I can improve. Maybe I could get somebody to sing the hook. Maybe I just need a little bit uh, better, um, I guess, kick, better hi-hat or something like that. It, it's it's more of a process for me. And then it's more of a, like I'm putting some of myself within the music. Like I, I want it to be perfect, basically. Obviously, it's not going to be perfect, but perfect to the level where I'm cool with it and I'll put put it out. Like I have that ability to to do that. So I think I set my myself apart in in that regard. Like I'm real myself if I think I put something on 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 the recording that's trash, I'll be real with my oh shit, that's trash. You know, I'm not even going to put that out if you know what I mean or I'll go back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm not trying to sound like anybody. Like I do have influences, but I'm not trying to sound like anybody at all. I do believe I have my own sound and I'm trying to perfect my sound. I'm trying to get better and better and better. Like if somebody who has been listening to me from when I first dropped, uh, I think it was KNG JMZ or Crazy Cash. Like still, those are pretty quality, but I've been getting better each time I've been putting something out. So. Well, that's, that's what you want. That's what you want to do, right? I mean, you, you hope exactly. you don't want to be regressing and going backwards and get well, worse. Exactly. I mean, yeah. But I, I do want to talk about your sound actually in a second. But just to go back to what you said, I think that that ability to self-edit is is, is an important thing because, uh, again, with this, this bar being lowered for access to release music, I think a lot of people are just releasing everything, and that's cool. Yeah. And there's, there's there's benefit. There's definitely benefits to that. But on the same, on the other hand, you, you could have be putting out stuff that just isn't at the quality that you, that you wanted. So knowing when to go back and say sort of like, I know I need to fix this or I need to change this here. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a skill. A lot of people, um, may, not they, they don't, they don't have it. People are, I think too anxious to release things and too anxious to get, get it up, up just get it online and get it out there that they might miss some of those, uh, the subtleties of, of actually taking yeah. some time with it. I get anxiety too. Like I do want to put it out there, but then I'm like, uh, like I'll listen to it. Like I have a pair of headphones. I forget what they're called. They're basically studio headphones. Sometimes I'm hearing stuff that maybe the average person won't hear. Right. But then I have to edit that out. No, I can't just release it like that. But also like one thing I will say, it's almost like music isn't evolving. If you know what I mean? Like I I hear a lot of, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but a lot of the time I hear like a lot of stuff sounds the same. Like you put out a track, then the other track sounds the same. It sounds exactly the same. Like this is where, where where's the evolution? Like for me, I'm just trying to evolve each track and make each track versatile to the best of my ability to what I think is true from my nature, basically. So that, that that's how I set myself apart, basically.
everything's a blessing. Everything is everything, so everything is a lesson. I erode all the aggression, misconceptions, get to stepping, ho. Initiate the reflection, self-confessions, nigga, I always grow. I do on the low, hit up the broke, I pray to soul. Ready to roll, stay the flow, everything goes. I'm loving the nose, we pick up shows in the world. So what you know? Grateful for why the fuck they do that. That nigga never hateful, so let the haters do that. This shit is a rap, and that is a fact. Go back the back, you nigga adapt. This shit is intact, collect stacks. Never a trap, ain't no struggle that can struggle. Was on track. Plan to live the life of luxury It sucks to be a low mentality As having nigga The solution is action, execution Pull the trigger ah. The game is beautiful If you know you relate hey. We hustle hard Everything is payday It's beautiful The pain is beautiful The rain is beautiful Maintain is beautiful hey. In a land we never change Whole niggas forever switching Ain't the same You chase the fame We chase the mission We're broken What do you think is the reason for that that lack of um, evolution? I mean, I, I know what you're saying for sure, but like, what, what's what's causing that? I think it's like the industry because industry could bank off of certain off of a certain sound, and if they could find some, well, it's not like they're trying to find people doing the same thing. They're not really trying to do that, but I think it's like uh, almost psychological where people hear this, okay. For me to make it, I need to sound like this, or yeah. I need to do that. I need to do it this way. It's almost like a cookie cutter type of thing. When back in the day, like you had like the Michael Jacksons, the Princes, uh, Queen, like stuff like that. And they were doing stuff differently all the time. And they were making evolution within the music, Bob Marley, all of that stuff. Um, I still listen to that type of stuff and I'm still trying to get better within my own sound. So I'm never, well, I won't say I won't ever get there, but even if I do get there, like, how can I go a step further? How can I, like, what can I do differently? That's true to myself. That's basically within my character to put on the single, on the track, on the album or whatever, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, so, I guess it's like a matter of, of, of that kind of, being genuine to, to what you want to represent as, as, as an artist, and as a person, and then also trying to balance that with wanting to make a sound that's going to appeal to a wide group of people, right? Because there's definitely people who are being incredibly true to themselves and real to who they are, and mm. they're releasing great stuff, but the audience size isn't necessarily probably where they want it to be. And, and some people are fine with yeah. it, right? Some people are making music that is just meant for a small audience. and it, it, So yeah, but there, there's there's certainly benefit to, to being kind of an honest representation of, of mm. what you want to put out there. Well, exactly, exactly what you said. Like everything has a niche now or nowadays, right? Everything sure, has yeah. a market nowadays. So it's all about 
finding that market and tapping into that market. Um, no matter what type of music you make, I'm pretty sure like you could find people who will actually resonate with you and your sound no matter what you make. Like I'm not yeah, going to take that away from anybody. But again, you do want to have like a genuine aspect of self and like evolve the culture. Yeah. Well, and I, th I think that hip hop is a genre of music too, where that's that's almost um, overly important, right? Is having that that genuine um, representation of who you are because people, I mean, I say this all the time on the podcast, but I think people in Winnipeg, first of all, have really good bullshit detectors and can tell when someone is not being <laughs> themselves. But I think hip hop fans in general too, that's, that's such a big part of the culture is, is having what you're saying being believable, right? And other genres of music too. I mean, country music is another one where that's a big thing, where being that genuine person that you're portraying yourself as is going to make mean something to the to the audience, to people listening. Yeah, you you could hear it in the music exactly, and um, and that, anything you put down has to come from like the heart. For me, it has to come from the heart. It has to be established with the audience from the heart. And then, if you don't have your heart in the music, you could really tell if it's there or not. If you know what I mean, you could hear it. Yeah, yeah, and then people are going to write it off if they, if they if it doesn't seem like that heart is there. They're going to just uh, discerning listeners, I guess. Some people will be fine with it just if it's got a good beat and they yeah. can dance to it. They're, they're, they're all right with it, right? But yeah, people who actually are really paying attention to lyrics and and, and production yeah. and things like that, they're going to they're going to hear that and, and move on to the next thing. See, and 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 that's the thing too. I I, I kind of pride myself on the lyrics as well. Cause I come from an era where I grew up with the uh, East coast, West coast and the South. Like I went through each era sure. and uh, just to name, let's say Wu-Tang, uh, Mob Deep, uh, Death Row Records, uh, Outkast. Like they all had lyrics within their, yeah. with, within their craft. And right now I think it's kind of lacking. Like right now it's focused on the beat. Cause really it's the beat that gets the, heart chakra going if you want to say that. sure sure yeah yeah <laughs> but um but yeah like the lyrics are like well i'm not going to criticize anybody it's just, just for me like the lyrics are lacking for me personally so i try yeah. to make sure that there's a message in my shit and then um try to motivate people with within my sound well, and I agree with you. I mean, the, the, I, I'm pretty sure I'm from the same era. Like, I'm 40 now, and I mean, I, all the hip hop I grew up listening to is basically those artists you're mentioning. I mean, I listen to Wu Tang mm -hmm. pretty much every day still. You know, <laughs> but and yeah. like that, and, and just because the, the lyrics are a huge part of why I'm interested in in the type of rap that I listen to. But uh, I'm always uncomfortable, not uncomfortable, but nervous and anxious when it's someone who approaches me who's like, you know, an 18 year old rapper from Winnipeg. They they want to be on the show, and I just kind of like. <laughs> And there's some good ones for like, I, I don't mean to, there's some, good ones. there's some great ones, but when, as soon as I see that I'm, you're young and you're making hip hop and I'm just had this like feeling that it's going to be something that I just don't get. And, and I, I think it's mm -hmm. because of the focus on something other than just lyricism. And that, like, as a listener, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. Rap music is I want to hear, I want to hear lyrics. And I want to hear something that is more than just like a hook and then, you know, some, some mumbling <laughs> And I feel yeah. bad criticizing it because I'm, <laughs> I'm too old. I mean, that's the, you know, my kids are the age to listen to that yeah. kind of stuff and it's not made for me, but I mean, you know what I mean, right? It's like, there's this kind of, uh, mm -hmm. you got to balance knowing that for those kids who are into this, this is their thing. And this is like as meaningful to them as listening to Wu-Tang was for us or whatever, right? So, mm -hmm. well, they're still growing, right? So they yeah. still need to establish that experience. So like, I understand that they do want to get into it. It is appealing. It's fascinating. 
But yeah, get some experience, like still be true to yourself, but you still need to establish that experience and that growth. And we yeah. all go through that anyway. One thing I'll say about that too, is like my, my kids, they, they have their favorites in the current era, but I find that a lot of kids nowadays, they're still going back to the nineties now, which is pretty crazy. They're going back to the nineties rap. Like my, my son, he's listening to like, uh, Tupac and he's listened to like a few songs here and there, Tupac yeah. and like other stuff like that, Snoop. I'm like, where where'd you hear that? Oh, I heard it on TikTok. That's <laughs> where it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard it on TikTok, but then it, it it's kind of revitalizing that sound again, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and so, well, I, I've I've had the same experience where where my kids will talk about a song and I'm like, oh, I have the record, and they're like, how do you even know what this is? And it's like because it yeah, came exactly. out twenty years before you were born. <laughs> but I think that there's a this is kind of maybe part of the reason why music is so strange these days, just as a, as like a art form, is that I think everyone has access to everything all at once, which is great. I mean, you can find mm. a song from the '40s, a song from the '80s, a song from the '90s, a song from you know 2022, but it's all presented on the same platform. So there's there's no real concept of um. Like a time. We talk right? about that Kate Bush song, like the stranger. Well, that, that's a great example. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking <laughs> yeah. about that, but for sure, right? I yeah. mean, kids are hearing that, and they think it's to them, it's as new as something that came out last week. Like they don't yeah. have a concept because it's all presented. All I was bumping that for a little bit actually. It's a good song. <laughs> because of, yeah, it is. But, it is. But it's just weird, like that. That becomes a big thing all of a sudden because it, it's just like it's not. They they don't recognize the kind of uh, trajectory of, of how that where that was in history and then what came after mm -hmm. and what came before it and how it's kind of influenced new stuff. They just hear it alongside whatever the new hit single is by whoever. And, and it's, they, they, it's hard to differentiate. I think. Yeah. It's just coming down the pipeline, it seems, but the, the era we're in is like information is right at your fingertips. Right. Yeah. So, and plus with the syncing nowadays, like the music syncing, like it's pretty crazy what you could get exposed to. So it's beautiful for children nowadays or just the kids nowadays because they could get exposed to a lot of great music. But then also the knowledge aspect isn't there. So that's where we have to come in, try to teach them the knowledge aspect of that. Right. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's, it's just interesting to see. One of my favorite things to do lately is watch reaction videos of people who are like 18, <laughs> 20 and they're watching, you know, like some band that, that I loved crazy. when I was a teenager and, and it blows their minds. Like they're just, they can't handle it because yeah. they can't contextualize it. It's just like, you know, it's, 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 we're in a weird, in a weird time, but it's, it's cool. It is a weird um, time. Yeah. King James, nigga. Push through like a man, passing down to my seeds so I feel. 
need for information Never had nothing, so I'm after something I'm talking about creation uh, Means of my potential, my potential exponential It's essential, fundamental, that credential Presidential from my mental, from my mind's eye I find my true purpose Comply my divine side, it's making these niggas nervous Better scratch your service, my reflection I we go hand in hand, thoughts of a man You understand, being cast away before the sand I recognize itself, recognizing others Recognizing my sisters, recognizing my brothers Forever chastising or baptizing the blood of the risen Endure the hate for heaven's sake, birth of the unforgiven ah. see yourself uh within the local music scene I, I mean i know that there's winnipeg has this long tradition of hip-hop and there's been like you know over the years there's been so many different artists doing different kinds of things do you sort of feel like you you have a place within the local community where you kind of fit into the other artists that you you kind of feel a kinship to whether you're you know you know them personally or not um I'm still trying to find my place in the local community, if you know what I mean. Like right now, I haven't been doing shows per se. Like I do want to do shows, but I've been focused on like the minute, the administrative aspect of things right now. Um, like once I create a track, I, I get it registered right away on a few places. Uh, I, I'll give a few tips. Like I, I, I register with SoCan, obviously. I register with SongTrust. That's publishing right there. And then uh, I also register with BDS. So that's for the radio and shit like that. So my main aspect is I attempt to get everything registered and push it to radio right away. Yep. That, that's my that's my main thing right away, because even if I don't make it or whatever, there's still um, spins being generated and there's still something coming down the pipeline. If not for me, then for my kids, because even if it's not popular right now or popping, there's still something that's being created from it and that's the publishing right so I, I try to get the administrative aspect done i'm doing everything on my own well everything administrative like with, with, with the beats i do have a producer that i work with a couple of them uh lj on the track and and no and and no religion i can't speak right now either tongue-tied but um i'm still trying to find my place within the local community um i'm just Again, just trying to grind, trying to get noticed. Uh, I do want to do shows, but I'm still trying to find my place and trying to find my niche here in the whole music aspect of things, I guess you could say. It, yeah. It's really tough trying to do stuff on your own, and it's really tough as a new artist to break out. But again, it it's also helps you establish your own 
path, if you know what I mean. Like, there's no wrong way of doing anything. Like, yeah. if anybody's trying to embark on a music, um, music um, career or music road to or music journey, I guess you could say, um, just start. Just start yeah. making music, but be real with yourself and just do what you feel is necessary because everybody's path is different. So this is the path that I'm taking. And hopefully I can establish myself within the local community a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, like you said, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do, especially you know, in a time when, you know, sort of shows are still up in the air. They're happening now again, which is great. But even, I mean, you know, two months from now, things could change and we could be back on lockdown or something. Right. So it's a, uh, it's a very yeah. <laughs> kind of tenuous time for, uh, for everybody, especially creative people. Yeah, exactly. But we do have the internet, but again, it can only take you so f- well, it takes money to utilize the internet, if you know what I mean, to its fullest. So that, that that's another thing too. Like I have to navigate through certain, certain, I guess you could say, well, right now there's a market of people who are providing services who rely solely on artists for their income. Yeah. So again, you have to actually um, research these services to make sure that they're genuine for, for one thing, and then research them to make sure they have the reach and the, uh, the um, demographic that you're looking for. For right? sure. Cause, cause sometimes people are, they're just offering the services and they, they do the most minimal thing that they can do just to collect from you. So that's something that artists need to, be, artists need to be aware of basically that, that particular thing. Cause I noticed that right from jump. Cause I, I was doing blogs and stuff like that and I was noticing, okay, well, this isn't really doing anything for me. Like it's not really yeah. creating the reach that I wanted to to, to get and it's not really de- um, developing or transitioning into followers. So again, you need to learn how to read your stats um, and then research these services because not all of them are genuine. A lot of them are, but again, you have to, not all of them are actually. Yeah. All of, a lot of them are just trying to get, make some money off of you. Just like anybody else, they're trying to try to find a way to get, yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think that, that that whole aspect of it, the administrative aspect, is a good way to describe it. A lot of artists don't have that because they they can they can handle the creative side of things like amazingly well. But then it, when it comes to marketing themselves and promoting themselves and even knowing where to go, I think a lot of people are just making great music that isn't getting heard because they mm. don't have that that skill set or, or that that those kind that kind of information of of where to where to start. Especially yes. older artists too who've been doing this for a long time, and the kind of ecosystem has changed for them, and now suddenly they when they would have had a label before now they're doing a DIY and they got to figure that all that out again, 25 years after they did it the first time. Right. Yeah. It's a different animal right now. Right. It's, it's, it's all a learning process. It's a, it's a different animal somewhat, but again, like everything is focused on the audience right now. It's not necessarily the music. It's the yeah. audience and what audience you can create. So I'm just still trying to create my audience, especially in the local community and then in the international community. So that's the focus right now.
be doing the clapping. All my niggas trapping, never slacking, and we make ends. Got no time to play pretend. Low vibration, fake friends. Elevate, never decent. Dodging all the bullshit. If someone's uh, hearing this podcast and they, they're unfamiliar with you, what's the best way to find your music and to, to hear what you've got out so far? You can find me everywhere. Like I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Spotify, like all the streaming platforms, Tidal, YouTube. Uh, you can check out my website. It's the label website. It's 96ent.com. Okay. Um, that, that's pretty much it for now, but I'm on every every streaming platform that that's out there right now and also like I, i've linked up with uh, uh a couple radio stations like one is called good music i think that's on internet only though okay. i think that's o- overseas somewhere i'm not totally sure where it's overseas though and then uh i do mess with uh or fuck with um masterclass radio like if anybody who's an artist right now they're trying to get radio spins i would say uh, go to Masterclass Radio because he's an actual genuine guy. Like he'd uh, he'd actually listen to your stuff. There there is an option to for them to promote your stuff. You don't have to do that though. Like you could just submit it without doing that option. So I'm yeah. just letting people know that too. And uh, he'll actually give you a serious listen. And if it's good to his ears, he'll put it on on there. Like he's he he's uh, promoting Canadian artists. 
So that's cool. Masterclass of radio that's out of Calgary. Yeah, like I'm willing to help people who actually want to create a community and like an industry for ourselves so we could do something here, if you know what I mean. Because that's what they do everywhere. Like look yeah. at Bollywood, look at Nollywood, look at uh even in the States, like they have their own community i guess you could say if they create a tour they'll go to certain promoters certain people within the industry we need to create that here no more of this uh oh like i'm gonna make it and you're not gonna make it we could all make it together there's enough for everybody like i don't understand the mentality there's a mentality aspect that i think where it's like people don't want to work with each other because they want to be the first to be put on or some shit like that like i don't know i don't understand it meanwhile we all can eat cake yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Well, I think that it's like people are taking the one aspect of the, the whole punk rock thing, which is the do it yourself, which is great. But then they're forgetting about the part where you're supposed to be doing what you just said, bringing everyone with you. Like, I mean, you know, I, not I realize it's different, different sonically hip hop and punk rock, but there's a lot of connections between there. And as someone who kind of mm-hmm. came up in the punk scene, that was always the best part of it is that, you know, someone falls down in the pit, everyone pulls them back up. And, and, and yeah. like, you know, bands will let any some basement bands played three played one show. They want to be on a gig. Someone adds them to the poster. Yeah. Play 10 minutes at the beginning. Like that attitude I think is, is maybe missing and we need to get more of that in every style yeah. of music of just like, you know, why wouldn't you want to see someone else in your city do well? Cause that helps. That brings everybody up. That brings more ears and eyes on what's happening in Winnipeg. And then that'll turn into more ears and eyes on everybody else. Right. Exactly. It creates opportunities for everybody opportunities for everybody to grow opportunities for everybody to network opportunities for everybody to actually get a chance to be heard and resonate with the audience and that's what it's all about Homie, homie, 
niggas talking shit, but they don't even know me. I take in what they show me, Sony is the etiquette. Real, recognize real errors, I correct the shit. Betterment of the family, development of the team, growth of the capital, steady pursuit to capture dreams. Steady blue and green is Mr. Clean, Mr. Magistrate. Authentic premium credit, nigga, shit straight and valid. I'm straight Randy Savage. Fuck the talk, nigga. With all life's knowledge, we bout that walk. We bout that work, nigga. Know your work, work. Get shit poppin'. I walk that walk. Can I stop what I do? podcast and you want to support it head on down to patreon.com slash witch police today and for as little as a dollar a month you can get access to advanced versions of the podcast episodes you can get uh, bonus content from each interview you can get bonus episodes all kinds of fun stuff so again that's patreon.com slash witch police and for as little as one dollar a month you can support the show so thanks to everyone who supported the show on patreon including our newest patron michael dearman mm-hmm.